episode one, I guess. I guess this is episode one. We don't one. really necessarily have a name yet. Do the we whole not? experience? I think that's the best if we're not going to use mine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with the whole experience. All right. Hull as in kayak hull for yeah. those of you who do not understand. So today's January 13th. Starting to plan out the year, it sounds like. Um, fishing stuff. I guess we can start with that. What, what do we got planned? Well, fishing stuff, but the whole experience is going to encompass the whole of kayaking. Everything. <laughs> so we have to disable those. <laughs> we might. Uh, We're going to be doing, hopefully, whitewater, because we'll have the whitewater for it. Um, more river stuff, which with the flows, the trout fishing should be awesome. Um, and yeah, in general paddling, the lakes are going to have water. There's going to be a lot of places to go explore and a lot of fun to go have camping trips, day trips, lots and lots of trips. All of it. Yeah. I mean, we're going to start up social paddles here pretty soon. Um, through the winter will be more Sundays and then we'll switch back to Fridays. I think first Friday is April seventh is that what we're going for is the winter one's going to start this upcoming year since i don't think we've done one this winter so far yes yeah so once the rain stops the ridiculous amount of rain that we're getting the awesome amount of rain i know it's been an awesomely ridiculous ridiculous amount so so as well as social paddles which that's going to be weekly correct every other week so we're gonna do week throughout the summer correct so kind of like we did last year so friday social paddle the next friday we'll skip and then okay. another one so essentially like first and third friday of every month Sweet. is what i'm gonna plan on um but that- we're also um talking with some sales reps we're gonna start doing demo days we will start advertising them ahead of time but wednesdays in between social paddles not every wednesday but some wednesdays in between the social paddles we will do demo days. So brand specific demo days like Hobie, Eddie line, old town paddle boards. Mm-hmm. So we'll do some paddle board stuff. Pretty much everything we, everything we carry. We also do demos that aren't specifically on these demo days. Just call in and schedule it and we'll get you taken care of, get you on the water. It's better to put your butt in these things before you spend the money on them. That is true. Especially when a carton of egg is costing about $8. It's ridiculous, right? Yeah. Yeah, I Omel- know. Omelets are pricey. You can go to a fancy restaurant and get a nice steak or get a nice omelet. It's about the same price. Those breakfast sandwiches are going to get mm-hmm. expensive in the mornings. Yes. Uh, besides the social paddles, we are <clears> going to be doing fishing meetups too, which is going to be pretty cool. Um, I noticed that, especially moving up here, that I had a hard time finding people to fish with. And there's also people that seem intimidated by the fishing aspect of kayak fishing like getting out for one thing and being safe on the water there is a lot of misconception about and of course it does happen it is not common though but uh people getting interfered with by boats people being unsafe on the water whether that be the lakes rivers a lot of people are intimidated and as far as getting into the fishing side of it there's people who are interested in the tournaments but don't want to invest as much time or money into a lot of the ones that are going on so just getting people out there and uh, getting them a community to go fish with. And, I mean, it's going to be me and a bunch of other people who have been doing it for a long time, as well as hopefully getting out uh, people who, hey, I just bought my first fishing kayak. It looked fun. A lot of people have done that throughout the years. Like, I just saw a Greg Blanchard video. I want to start kayak fishing, and I want to get those people on the water to see what it's all about. Get some fish, cut their teeth, yeah, have some first fun. first-timers. Yeah. First-timers to seasoned veterans. And everybody in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've got how many set up? Eight. Uh, we're doing March through October. Two will be camping trips. One of the camping trips will be a Saturday, Sunday at Clear Lake. And then we're going to try and bring back the Albion Bash, which is not just fishing, but a paddling bonanza. Um, we're going to be out there kayak fishing. There's the Albion River to paddle up, which is gorgeous. There's rock gardening. There's kayak surfing. There's paddling. I like that. Bonanza. Bonanza Bonanza. is good. Yeah. Kind of all encompassing. Mm -hmm. And not to mention every time we go, somebody's got a giant fire and there's a lot of good food and some really friendly, friendly people out there. We usually tried years. Somebody always pukes, whether it's on the water or off. 
<laughs> fishing kayak or touring kayak, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> or around the campfire. <laughs> no, I know we usually do kind of a pot, like a potluck one night too. That was so, done in the past, yeah, the Joe and Terry's should, trailer. We should probably do something like that too. I fun. think that would be cool. And yeah. then the first time I went to Give Me Shelter, which for those of you who don't know, is a uh, rockfish fishing tournament at Shelter Cove, which I've only done it once. It was a lot of fun. But there was a guy up there who had the oil hot and the batter already done, and you'd bring up your fish. You'd Yeah, you'd give some of your fish as a donation, and there was just community fish tacos, and they were giving you, uh, I think they were Coronas. Like, here's a beer, here's a taco. And the guy who was doing it had been doing it for a while, and the sauces that he had on top were phenomenal. But We should call that guy again. Yeah, I don't know yeah, who it was. We'll figure it out. It was delicious. <laughs> Sounds like it. Beer and tacos? Fish tacos and potluck. <clears throat> it's a good way to do it. Yeah, and the North Coast is always fun, whether you're, like you said, rock fishing, out paddling, a lot of rock gardening, surfing. I think people would have a lot of fun with the surfing, especially in something like the Nomad from Feel Free. That is a super fun little boat. And to get the people out there who are intimidated by it and get them out on a small, like, two, three-foot wave, since you can catch little waves on that boat, and have them flip, have them see it's not the end of the world, and get yeah. them back in it, that's a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, just getting people out in the ocean, first-timers, like you said. My chair is kind of squeaky. Deal with it. So, yeah, lots of stuff coming up coming up this year. We are going to do some more river trips, too. So be on the lookout for that. Me and Ethan, the Eddie Line rep, and Dan, we've been going back and forth about dates and stuff. So I think the way we're going to set it up this year, if you're not comfortable on the river, or I'm going to talk to some of our instructors, we're going to do like a progression program. So if you're like new, new, intro to river stuff and then kind of like the next month we'll set up something of like a not quite advanced river but just like a like the next step in a progression are these all going to be camping trips or are these day trips no these are just day trips okay. so like single day classes i guess you could say gotcha. um kind of a, a class progression system getting so, people comfortable with the river yeah and then that way once that river trip does come up if you want to spend three days on the river with us we can do it. You're comfortable. You've been paddling the river for two or three months before that. And we'll do some social river floats too. Um, but just a way to get people more comfortable on the sack. With the flows we're going to have this year, fingers crossed. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. I mean, our normal flows through June are like eight to 12,000. This year we hit what, like, I think biggest day we had last summer was like five. So like double would be great i can't wait the fishing's gonna get really good the first year i moved up here plugs were really really fun in the river and the second year i was here i couldn't catch them on plugs uh, there just wasn't enough water moving through but once that starts flowing again it's gonna be fun yeah they, they hit that plug so hard i think everybody's excited dude just yeah well, not not people like right now because they're flooding but it's true. <laughs> as soon as it stops everybody's gonna be stoked <laughs> Do you think Lake Shasta will hit 100%? No, I don't. Personally. What do you think it'll get up to? Um, I'm thinking like 80, 85. How much shoreline, or I guess uh, red dirt before the upper tree is, is that going to leave? I guess it depends on the arm or where you're at. It, it, that's all pretty much the same, I guess, but probably 50 to 75 feet down from the tree line. If I remember right, I haven't seen it full in years, so I can't remember. I don't know. If this keeps up, we might. Yeah. I mean, that could be, I, I could be wrong, but from what I remember, I mean, I remember as a little kid going out there and water skiing or whatever, tubing and stuff, and it like up almost into the trees. That's awesome. 100% full. I'd love to see it awesome. in the trees. It's great. Um, so. We are carrying a lot of fishing gear now, a lot of uh, local stuff specific, but a lot of the stuff works everywhere. But the cool thing is we're going to have a few things that the other shops in the area don't have. So right now we've got the Kitech jigs and we've got guppy heads coming in, which are really, really cool swim bait heads. And basically it's a swim bait head that's got a really small hook for all your 2.7 to 3 inch baits that a regular standard ball head, the hook shank's too long. So 
we're going to have those in because they're killer for the uh, clear water impoundments from here down to the Sacramento area, everywhere, excuse me, <coughs> everywhere that has those uh, spotted bass, largemouth, I mean, everything eats them, and they're just, it, it makes your bait work better, and we're going to have a whole bunch of other things that we're going to try and get our hands on. Yeah, it's been slowly growing and growing. Starting to have more people realize we have tackle. Yeah, was, I mean, the tournament last weekend we sold quite a bit. So. Yeah, we had a bunch of fishing guys that had to come to us. Yeah, it helps. <laughs> yes, it does. <clears throat> we should do more tournaments to make people buy fishing gear, to have people buy fishing gear. Or maybe we'll give discounts to people that show up to your fish and chill things. That would be cool. Uh, a little like 10% off cards. Yeah. And hopefully uh, I'd like to talk to, I think Irod might be the easiest just because we've bought more of their stuff than anybody else. But uh getting a rod and reel maybe not all of them but a few of them yeah that'd be fun giveaways <clears throat> i got a tickle in my throat <clears throat> better yes maybe but yeah no uh tackles starting to grow quite a bit if you know anybody yeah we just made in. more room so that we can have more stuff yeah more stuff is fun more stuff is fun so, um, I guess we probably should have started with introducing ourselves. No. People know us. Yeah. Our name precedes us. Well, my name's Brian. I am known as Mandu. <laughs> Matt Mandu, to be exact. Matt. <clears throat> Matt started at the Headwaters Kayak Shop on Lodi. How many years ago now? Uh eight nine something like that long time it's been a long time working the boathouse first right yes i think uh yeah but i also did some rigging too i don't remember exactly it was a long time ago but i did definitely work in the boathouse because there's many a day where i hand lined some bass <laughs> there was a giant spool of line and we had some senkos and some hooks and i'd um if you're watching the video, I'd take it, I'd spin it over my head and throw it out. And you know how they eat a Senko, they eat it on the fall. And I'd catch, you know, up to three pounders by hand. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Always got to swim, mess around on the paddle boards, watch people get on paddle boards and kayak for the first time. That was very entertaining. It's great. Yeah. Watch a lot of people take a swim really quickly. <laughs> yeah. That's always a good time. Mm -hmm. So you, what, eight, nine years ago, moved up here two years ago now? Yes, I've been here for two years. It was two years November, so <coughs> a little bit more. Yeah, that's crazy. Time flies. I know, it doesn't seem like that long. Yeah. Well, I mean, we moved the shop. That was a lot of work, but yeah, no, it's uh, just uphill every year from there. Yeah, um, especially with water. Yeah, fingers crossed, like I, like I said earlier. Keep we're going to be carrying some new brands. We've got Old Town now, which is pretty cool. I really like that Sportsman 106. Uh, when I was working down at the Lodi shop, my favorite boat was the uh, Slayer 10 from Native. That's an awesome boat because it was 60 pounds. It was super stable. I mean, you could punch and frog off of it. Some, I've almost thrown myself into the water a few times on hook sets, but I never did in that boat. Uh, my dad's a little bit bigger guy. Uh, definitely was then, and I put him in it. And... He didn't do it often enough to look comfortable in it, but he could stand and cast out of it. For a 10-foot boat, for a guy roughly 200, 230 pounds, it was an Not awesome bad. boat. And the yeah. Sportsman's very, very similar, uh, except the prop auto indexes when you pull it up, which is a huge, huge thing with a prop-style drive. And uh, the rudder's better. It's on top. I damage things that are underneath. You just hard on everything. Though. I, yeah, yeah, I break things. It's true. Uh, yeah, no, Old Town's been great. We sold a few boats. Yeah, but we got them at the end of the year. I think this, uh, having them through spring and through summer, we're going to sell quite a few. Yeah. And they've got new stuff coming out that we can't speak about, but keep your eyes open. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're I, everybody is excited about that boat. Mm -hmm. The 106, the 110 is really cool. And then we've also got the big water and the autopilots. Like if you're a guy who just wants to go fishing, you could care less about the exercise. You want to get out on the water with a spot lock motor and really do some fishing. It's a great little one-man boat. Incredibly stable. Brian and I have both been in it at the same time. Me in the tank well, him steering. And it still felt like we could have had a third person in yeah, there. No problem at all. Yeah, that's a, it's a hell of a boat. Yeah. Uh, Already motorized, which is great. 
And there's a lot of cool features in that because it's a GPS motor. But big thing, especially for a bass guy, if you hit spot lock, you can sit on a point and fish it without having to get blown away. Uh, you could also uh, stand and have it at a low setting and direct yourself while you're going down the bank and casting uh, crankbaits, spinnerbaits, reaction baits, fun stuff. Yeah, no, it's been a, it's been fun playing with different boats. Yeah, it's nice to have the variety. It's nice to get to play with all of them. We don't have to, hmm, what boat should I own? No, just one of each. Yeah. Um, and bringing in some Crescents soon. Yes, we will have the Crescents, and their new boat looks awesome. Yeah, the light tackle, too. Yeah, I, know. I, I know I will hopefully get to play with one of those in the next couple of weeks. I'm very excited. For sure. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's definitely been a popular boat. We just haven't been able to get them out here until, well, we're hoping within the next, what, month or two? March. So, March is yeah. what we're shooting for. We'll see. Yeah, March-ish. Yeah, those, those boats are hard to get a hold of just because shipping is so expensive. But but if you're looking for a sit-on-top kayak that actually paddles like a kayak, <clears throat> they're a great option. A lot of kayaks, uh, especially fishing kayaks, they turn into tugboats, which there is a upside and downside to it. On a lot of those boats, your primary stability is really good. So if you're looking to stand up and fish, it makes it really, really easy. But if you get into something like the Crescent, like the Light Tackle 2, even the Light Tackle, let's just say Light Tackle versus Sholey, if you stand up in the Sholey, it's a lot easier than standing up in the Light Tackle. Just the hull design, because your uh, Light Tackle and your Ultralight are going to have uh, secondary stability, and their primary isn't quite as good. What that means is you're going to get a little wiggle when you stand. Um <clears throat> Doesn't mean it's unstable. I can still stand and fish out of it just fine. It really depends on your balance, but efficiency and paddleability in the water—they glide. They move really, really nice. Yeah, Crescent makes—they make a nice boat. As far as paddling kayaks on the market right now, um, from what I've seen, I mean, they're—if they're not number one, they're pretty close. Yeah, they move so well, especially if you're on the coast and you have tide current, anything like that. I would feel very comfortable having that boat out there. No, for sure. Yeah. I agree with that. And um, another new thing coming from Eddie Line that I don't think we should mention quite yet, but can we talk be. about the yak? Can we talk about the Yak Attack one? The new cart? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh. they released it on Facebook. Okay, it was all over Facebook. Yeah, that cart's going to be awesome. Yeah, but suspends—they actually have a cart out now too that I think is going to be out. Yes. Okay. What was the thing we're not supposed to talk about? With suspense? Yeah. Uh, that cart. Oh. But it's out now. <laughs> okay. Here, let me... We'll look it up. Yeah, it's a, a neat cart. Something for big boats. Something that kind of works for all boats. That's what we're seeing carts turn into. Something that doesn't work for this style of boat or that style of boat. It really works on everything. Yeah, the catch-all. Which I think is going to be... It's a good name for cool. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more of that just kind of bunk style cart i guess you would say mm -hmm. um but it got paddling magazine industry awards for 2023 nice yeah 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 looks pretty cool so that'll be uh it'll be fun to get our hands on both i guess compare the two yeah we can do a video on it once we get them true we'll be on the lookout for that one um what are you most excited about in the near future river the river yeah just Backyard. everything river mm -hmm. yeah i know finally getting decent flows which is going to be awesome how long do you think it'll take for the water to clear up once the rain stops i think once they start releasing water out of the dam it'll all that clear water coming out from the bottom of the dam yeah i okay. think it'll, it'll wash stuff out pretty quick so hopefully i mean they usually start up in flows like april I believe. Hopefully that'll help the salmon population this year too. Yeah, I know. I know it was a little, uh, little bleak last year. I don't know. I saw people, I, you know, when you see them, you really don't think it's that bad because you see them splashing. You see them when you're going over the reds, when you're going down the river, you're like, oh, there's there's salmon, but <clears throat> it's not like you can walk across them like it should be. Right. I found this out recently. I didn't know that uh, salmon before the Shasta Dam were it was put in. They would go all the way up into the cloud to spawn. They would oh, yeah. go all the way up there. Oh, they'd run far. That's really far. crazy. Yeah. Impressive, right? Very, yeah. That's a hell of a run. I'm sure if they did that, they were in the pit and the upper sack too. 
it would be interesting to see maps or if they got pictures of the range. Well, that no, just the uh, the tributaries where all these other rivers actually came into the sack mm. years ago, because um, that confluence right there, I bet, was yeah pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever really looked at river maps pre Shasta Dam, because if you think about it, like all those draws where those other like the pit and the McLeod, all that stuff is coming back into the into the sack. I bet that was really cool. I think you might know about it a little bit more than I do, but uh, the tournament that was up here, I believe it was last year, that was at Lake Britain. Did people seem to enjoy that? Is that something that we're going to see uh, some more tournament trails coming up this way? I know there is an Almanor one coming up this year. Yes. Um, yeah, Wild West had their Kayak Pro Tour, I think, in Britain, wasn't it? Is that what it was? I think so. KPT? Yeah. Um, I know they don't really like to release... Or they're fishing for that. Gotcha. But I don't think Almanor is the KPT. I don't believe it is, but I know it's just, just hopefully getting more tournaments up this way. Yeah. There's a lot of good fishing. I, I think it'd be awesome. Um, I know there were a lot of guys talking with some guys at the tournament last weekend, the kayak tournament. They would love to see a, like a pedal versus power tournament. Kayaks versus bass boats. There is a small club up here in Oregon that I'm going to try and do a small version of that. Basically, uh, they're a bass club, and they do do kayak tournaments, and they do uh, boat tournaments. And they said if I put a live well on my kayak, just a cooler-style live well, that I can compete against their boats. And how fun does that sound? You can just walk up with a stringer? Mm, Probably (laughs) not. They're still alive. If they're alive, I mean, I guess it'd count. Live fish is live fish, right? Yeah, I I won't do that. They might get kind of mad. I don't don't need a boat's worth of gear to beat them. (laughs) I can go with a couple boxes and a bag of plastics and see what happens. They're fighting words, man. Challenge accepted. Yeah, I feel pretty pretty fishy. Pretty excited about it. Yeah. It'll be fun. So they do come down here for some of their tournaments and do some in Oregon, which I haven't fished those lakes in southern Oregon. I'd have to get an out-of-state license, but it'd be worth it just yeah. to drive that kayak point home. It's like, <laughs> oh, you've got a $70,000 Vexus. I have a $2,000 kayak. Take the ultralight. Oh, there's a light tackle, too. <laughs> or, uh, you know, that, that uh, PDL 106. I could do it in that. That'd be fun, too. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to have a pedal drive for fishing. Hands-free is nice. Yeah, I, I do want to... Uh, it's good to have one of each honestly for a lot of the small creeks and stuff around here it's really really good and just for a quick boat or get it in a pond or somewhere that's really grassy and you know you're going to be in the grass all day that ultralight's sweet pick it yeah. up chuck it wherever you want go catch some fish true yeah there's a lot of creek fishing this year it's gonna mm-hmm. be killer mm-hmm. yeah we that thou that cannot be named is where i'm going to get a limit of smallmouth that's going to uh, help me in a year long, which is another thing they do. Five best smallmouth, five best spots, five best largemouth in combination. And I told them I'm going to have a limit of 20 inch smallmouth, which wow. I'm going to try to do. That's, a, that's saying a lot. Yeah, also fighting words. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Um, there's a few creeks that I think we should really focus on this year. Get some. I don't think we should talk about this on air. Secret spots? I mean... Spots, we, yeah, yeah, secret spots. Yeah. We can edit out ain't, ain't the C word. <laughs> um, yeah, that ponds. I mean, ponds should be filling up too. Ponds. So, uh, one that I won't mind speaking of, um, the Latona ponds. That's that's how you say it, right? Oh, the ones buying the flea market. Lenota, Latona. I think it's Latona. Latona. Okay. Yeah. So um, that pond over there was almost dried up. And really. The front one. I haven't been there. In- yeah, I haven't back it was it was you know real bad. Yeah. Um, if things haven't died off, I'm curious how high that is. And I assume with the uh, fish getting more frisky in the lakes, with how the water's rising, I assume in a pond it'd be even more drastic because they're like, oh, we can breathe again. They've got so much oxygen in the water, they got more range, and with all the vegetation around there, I assume there'd be bugs and worms and all sorts of things, mice in the water that are getting washed out because there hasn't been water in there for so long. True. Yeah, I know there were uh, a few undesirables that were living out that direction also. Yes, I don't know if I'd trust my vehicle out there. Oh, right now it might not be so bad with all the rain. Maybe they got (laughs) washed out too. Right. Um, 
Yeah, those ponds should be killer. You've never fished Mary Lake, right? I have not. That's another one that can fish very well. I'm not going to talk about the other one on air. <laughs> There's another place I want to go try. There's a few of those that we have yeah. around here. Not not a big place, not a big fish, but <clears> just somewhere where uh, I think I can go catch fish in tough conditions just for, you know, I'm going to go out and catch a fish, not just go try and catch them. And I'd hate fish. to see a b- bunch of people out there. Ah, uh, yeah, one of those spots. So small. You give it up. You get you get three you know. three people out there. It's crowded. Yeah, it's not fun. But, but find your own spots. Go on Google Map. Look for blue. Go try it out. It's true. There's a lot of them, even just here close to town. A lot oh, of people yeah. don't realize that there's a pile of fishing that you can do within mm-hmm. a ten minutes drive. Even bank fishing, you can walk around, make a few totally. casts before work, after work, something like that. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, you get rewarded with a awesome fish. I mean, we've walked out behind the shop last year, and we had a day. I think we caught ten or so trout, sixteen to probably twenty-one, twenty-two inches. God, that day was. Yeah, just walk killer. out back with a couple beers and, mm-hmm. you know, fished from closing time to, I don't know, maybe an hour yeah. while the sun was well, setting. Just this inlet right behind the shop, literally 10 feet off the backside of the shop. Mm-hmm. If you can get up and down the hill. Pile of bass. Seasonally. Yes. Well, I mean, I think all these inlets in the river are seasonal. I would say so, but ours is exceptionally shallow. Right, of course. Um, another one is... Anderson Creek. I haven't been over there. What is that little pond at the park over there? That's fed by the river too, isn't it? Mm, Where they do I don't the mosquito serenade directly, but it is like permeated. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, people catch fish. I, there are fish in ben it. Ben said there's a bunch of bass in there. He yeah. said it's also incredibly grassy, like something you'd Can probably be. have to punch. Yeah. But I, I'm sure that seasonally would be great too. Pre-spawn out there or spawn out there, you mm-hmm. could probably hammer them. Yeah. The cool thing about the uh, ponds over here with how grassy they can get from all the summer heat that we get, uh, the swim jig is amazing. And it, it doesn't matter what stage they're in, they eat it. And you could probably do it with a lot of things. It's just my preference, but it's fun. Yeah. I, you're a delta fisherman. So it's grass. Yeah, it's you good. Your grass. Yeah. Except for the uh, most of the grass around here. I don't know what the name of it is, but it's stringy stuff and you cannot get it off of your baits. You can't rip <laughs> through it like you can in the delta. Yeah. Or clear lake. See, that's the stuff that I'm used to. The stringy that's stuff? That's why I just don't fish grass. Yeah. I think that's why awful I, my here. girl and I was just like, no, I'm good. I'll just go drop shot out at Shasta. Mm. Gross. <laughs> Frowned upon. By you guys. Just yeah, me. I hate it. I caught my biggest bass on it, and I still hate it. It happens. Yep. I'd rather catch them on hmm, a jig, <laughs> not a drop shot. It's like the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. Except mm-hmm. you can't be powerful with it. Ooh. Yeah. I really want to whack them. Yeah. And then other lakes. So Trinity. Trinity has been getting very popular. Yes. Um, but that place is kind of tough because you only have, well, we'll see once the water comes up. But uh, as of last time I was looking at it, you could only use one launch. Right. Well, with all this water and snowpack we're getting, I think by June, July. I wonder what that level's up to up there. What do you mean? Water level. Right now? Yeah. How, how many feet has Trinity gone up, I guess? You know, I haven't checked. That would be interesting. Cause, I know uh, Orville's come up like 100 feet. A lot of feet. Uh, but if it gets up to that ramp that's over by the dam, that would be nice. And I don't know if there's... Uh, there is a ramp down at the other, the top end of the lake, too, in the stump fields. If we get enough water, because that big flat over there... Yeah, it would, it would probably only, is right yeah, up there. It mm-hmm. would only have to get up probably, I don't know, 30 feet. Yeah. It's kind of a... It's got a lot of long points mm-hmm. on that side of the lake. The thing about that lake is, too, especially for us kayak guys, since we can't run really far, we try to launch close to where we want to fish. And if you have to launch in the mud out there, that is the stickiest, sinkiest, red, gross clay. It clings to everything. Yeah, we've got a customer your, that got stuck out there for, what, eight hours? Yeah, you'll get your truck stuck. You'll get everything stuck. Don't go out there when it's uh, been damp. It's a yeah, hassle. It's you, a pain. Even getting it on your boat, like you make your boat disgusting. You dye it. Pretty much, yeah. That stuff will dye. Clothing, everything. Worth it. 
lot. Yeah, that's fun fishing up there. It is. There's all three species up there. I've been told there's catfish in there too. Tons and tons of kokanee, a lot of trout, but uh, all the largemouth are northern strange, so they're short, short and stumpy. You'll yeah. get six pound fish that aren't even 20 inches. Yeah, it's awesome. They're huge. I haven't caught any spots up there yet. Uh, I have years ago, but I've only fished it, I think, twice in the last probably five years. Whiskey Town's going to be fun with water in it. That's another one that's tough, though. That bass bite. I've can heard be a great struggle. things, but I have not experienced them yet. Right. I know they're in there. Well, uh, Michael Bray, he was just out there yesterday and he caught a few. Did he? Yeah. Reaction baits. <laughs> winter. Very pale fish. They were really? white, like white yellow. Interesting. Yeah. But he, you know, got them moving. So I, I've heard the spinner bait bite and the crankbait bite gets really, really good out there. And I haven't timed it right yet. That's what a lot of it is timing. I've always done well with lighter colored Kitex. Uh, a lot of people have told me white. Just Yeah. Lighter colored into white. Yeah. Like white, white. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I've caught. Most of the bigger. I mean, there again. Ned rig kind of just catches fish everywhere mm-hmm. all the time. But outside of the Ned rig, yeah, white, kind of smaller swim baits. Smaller is definitely smaller or big. The mid-sized stuff does not seem to do well over there. True. And maybe not so much in your reaction baits, but if you're going to throw plastics, like small plastics, if you're going to throw swim baits, small swim baits, or like six-plus-inch swim baits. Like huds and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm not a true believer in a hud. I've caught a few. <laughs> I like the glide bait. It's got treble hooks. You can snag them if they take a whack at it. True. Yeah, I've never really gotten into, well, I, I've i never really thrown big swim baits. Well, being around here. You I, got the I'm rod for traveling. it now. It's true. Yeah. Time to, well, talking with Bob. That's all he does, right? Mm, and a lot yeah, of it. I know. Yeah. Need to get that guy on. Let him talk swim bait fishing. Yeah, see what he might give up. He seems like a, a kind of guy that would to talk. To us. You, right. Yeah, true. Standing I guess in the it, shop, as long as not a, a microphone, as long as we have like only four people watching, he might talk to us. <laughs> we'll get more than that. I'm just saying, if we had fewer people, if we got you know 300 people watching, he's like, I don't want to tell them all what I'm doing, right. but I don't know. We'll ask. He'll he'll give you half of the secrets. Just the rest, to you, you got to figure it. it out. Yeah. yeah. Can't give up everything. True. Yeah. Um, what other shop stuff? We uh, with old towns are bringing in some lesser expensive canoes now. Oh yeah, we're gonna get the Discovery, so that's gonna be cool for up here. I think it's yeah. gonna be popular. Um, we're Astral dealers. Yep, we so got brought the in Astral this year. Life jackets. Yeah, so I know you've really grown fond, grown fond of V eight, right? No, is it the V eight or the uh, Ron Sturgeon? The Sturgeon. The Ronnie's cool too. Yeah. Yeah, those have been popular. We sold sold through quite a few of them. Yeah, so. the V8 is uh, super breathable, but the other ones I think are a little more comfortable. But obviously, they both need to be broken in. Yeah, yeah. Life jackets do the foam does soften up over time. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people that don't feel like their life jackets fit right away, you will kind of break the life jacket in mm-hmm. over its lifespan. So that's uh, it's been pretty fun. This is what you want to use at trinity you had to talk also i know <laughs> not giving up the secrets uh pictures worth a thousand words wow so what he's saying is you're gonna have to go check it out on youtube to yeah. see exactly yeah. what he's talking about you'll see some video or uh, pictures with the black backgrounds blurred this year <laughs> well if you just can't give it all up told him what you're going to use out at trinity yeah People can make assumptions. I think they should assume. <laughs> we traveled, right? This this lake is three hours away from the shop. Yes. Here's this fish. I'm going to fish the river a lot this year for bass. People don't realize how many bass are in there, and I don't know where the heck Stripe they bass. go. Both of them? All of them? All, all the fours of them? Mm-hmm. Big pike minnow? It would be really cool as if we got another shad run. I think up this high. That would be cool. Uh, I just, but they're not Something far. Different. They're not far from us. Oh, I know. But to catch Shad all the way up at the Sundial Bridge would mm-hmm. be fun. I would love to catch one on a fly rod. That would be cool, too. 
put a great bendo in there. I've caught them on a swim bait rod, and they bend that thing really good. How about striped bass? How about them? On a fly rod. Too much work. You think so? For me. Well, I do. They'd hit a streamer or oh, something. Yeah. But uh, the amount of cast. Too much of a fight. No, not too much of a fight. <laughs> uh, the casting all day would wear me out. True. And But if you get into like a school of them. Yeah, yeah. You could. I, if somebody had a fly rod, do you want to catch one on a fly rod? I'd catch one on a fly rod and then I'd probably go back to throwing something that wasn't so hard to cast. And that's just me. I'm a novice fly fisherman. So. Well, you've been doing a lot of upper sack stuff. Different fishing entirely. You true. don't have to aerialize anything. A roll cast is super easy. Yeah, that's uh, true. Once you get the timing, a roll cast is very easy. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, it's fun. And even that, I I tried to fight it for a while, just throwing all those flies on spinning rods, which also does work, just not quite as well with small flies. Yeah. But that upper sack, uh, all the small tributaries up here are awesome. Yeah, all the walk and wade stuff. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's nice when it's 110 degrees to be, you know, chest deep in the water. It's true. Yeah. Water's a consistent 45 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's equalizing. It's awesome. Yeah. We're no, we haven't carried fly stuff in here. I don't know if we will because the fly shop's down the road and they're amazing. So if you are into fly fishing, check them out. Yeah. Great shop. Yeah. They've also got one in Trinity that I haven't been able to make it to yet, but it's supposed to be pretty cool too. I've been there in a long time. Yeah, another one that would be fun to fish is uh, Lewiston. I've never been. That's Great on the it's fishing. on the list uh, of the meetups this year. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that'll be fun. Um, not too far from the shop. I'm excited for the Delta meetup. Believe it or not. Back to the Delta. Back to your roots. Oh, I want to fish. <laughs> I miss it. That's awesome. Well, maybe with all this water, where I could actually fish shallow this year. Uh, maybe that'll change my mind about the lakes. Yeah, true. Well, with water coming up, even out of Shasta, some of those points will be under. under I don't. I don't want to fish the points. I want to fish falling down trees, like not Jones Valley standing up trees. I want laydowns. <laughs> yeah. And grass. Good grass. Not. Not bad grass. grass. Not stringy grass. Mm, grass is grass. No. <laughs> Definitely not. But yeah, and then hopefully get out to the coast. I'd like to do some more halibut fishing. I'd like to get some surf perch. I've never caught one of those. It's going to be, be fun. In. Hopefully uh, everything's well planned this year so we could fit everything in because we've got a lot of big ideas and I'd like to see them all work and have a really fun summer season year. I know it's going to be busy. It is going to be busy. Uh, raft rentals. Raft rentals are fun. Rivers. IKs. IK rentals. Yeah, it's still in the works. That'll be uh, that'll be great. We're gonna There's do uh, more things. Guided raft rentals in the evenings. Uh, hopefully, raft tours. Raft tours. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, we will be doing guided fishing out here on Shasta. So that's another reason I'm gonna spend a lot of time in the water and guided fishing on the river out of the kayaks and rafts. Yeah, guided fishing everywhere. Guided fishing wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the coastal trips will be awesome. Mm-hmm. Get out and I think that more than the fishing is about getting people comfortable, having somebody out there who they can trust to, you know, if something does happen. True. Yeah. Just getting people out there and giving them experiences. Yeah. Letting them understand that it's not terrifying. It's basically just check the weather, <laughs> check the weather, check the tides. That's the yeah. biggest thing. Swells, tide, tide yeah. reports. Dress kind of appropriately. Stuff. A lot of guys figured that one out last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes the the gear that you think is going to work just doesn't quite cut it. Yeah, maybe more people will uh, get out of the like bass boat bibs and yeah. get into dry suits. Yeah, more of an angler suit. Angler Definitely suit more comfortable. I I, we, I guess if you're just fishing, the angler suit's great. Right. If you're doing a little bit of everything, the full dry suit's the way to go. Rubber gaskets, latex gaskets. It's true. Yeah, a it, little more uncomfortable, but they break in. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, Definitely a safety issue for sure. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's not do that. <laughs> Burping into the microphone. I, get it. I had my mouth closed. <laughs> that was just the the rumble from my esophagus. Don't mind us. Um, yeah, I can't really. I mean, what else? Well, 
throughout the year for the podcast, what we're going to do is uh, talk to each other for one thing, but get more people on to talk about fishing, paddling, uh, all the fun you can have on the water in all the different ways, which is going to be pretty sweet. You know who'd probably be a very interesting person to have on here? And I can't remember his name. He's your buddy. He's got a hat that has very little of the hat left. It's like 99.9% patches. Oh, Rocco. Rocco. Yeah. Yeah, Rocco. He would be a very good one for this. Yeah. He's traveled all over the world as a guide. His raft guide. He's got some He's crazy stories. The iconic raft guide. Yeah. Yeah. So Whitewater paddler. Between him, Ethan, Dan, uh, our fishing guys, some of the guys that aren't on our team but just friends at the shop, very, very knowledgeable. Yeah, there's going to be a lot coming up. I think we have a lot of content that we can get through. Um, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm excited to just talk to people, talk about the industry, sales reps. We're also going to be doing some ASMR on these podcasts as Stop. well. Stop. No. No. Brian really doesn't like this, but I find it uh, quite enjoyable and peaceful. He's going to turn my mic off. I am. I'm going to <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's a lot of content, a lot of, uh, Maybe even try for some like instructional stuff too. On get, here? Yeah, get some some of our uh um instructors, like kayak instructors to kind of just sit down and talk through everything they do too. Intro to kayaking. We have a lot of <clears throat> a lot of access to a lot of paddlers that I think would make for some cool content. Mm -hmm. Get Jeff Laxley out here. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be awesome. Or I guess we could take it to him. We could do, go do that when we go do a coastal trip, bring some of this stuff along, do this on the beach, <laughs> bring a table, do it on the beach with yeah. the waves crashing in the background. That'd be fun. That'd be cool. Um, that and then people with the uh, California River Quest. That would race. be cool. Yeah, some uh, ultra racers, paddlers. You know they do I, hundreds and hundreds of miles in their kayak nonstop. You know, I thought would be cool too is uh, – We've got a decent community right now, but as we build the community, and even if we don't, um, river cleanups. I mean, even though up here, especially in the North State, a lot of the places that I've gone, they're pretty clean, but there's still garbage everywhere. And yeah. I think it'd be really cool is like, hey, guys, let's meet up. I would obviously bring a fishing rod because I can't help it. But uh, meet up, pick up the garbage because it seems to be everywhere. And well, it's now really with bad the river on our river. Up, the garbage that is on the shoreline is now going to be swept down the river. Mm -hmm. so To the delta. <laughs> yeah um but yeah, no, that, that'd be fun i know trout unlimited they usually try to do river cleanup i think that's a really good idea yeah. i know we did that in lodi at the lake in the river system there yeah it's crazy what people pull well, out well you can start putting a lot of that stuff up well the shasta paddlers group on facebook mm -hmm. if you guys want to be involved with any of this stuff um we'll try to post a lot of the events to that along with our regular facebook page um and our calendar on our website yeah headwatersadventure.com it'll uh just kind of show what we're doing when we're doing it. And we get so much uh, joy and, you know, peace of mind from the river. <laughs> it's nice to give back now and then. I mean, it's hard. I mean, when you go out, like when I go out and fish the upper sack, I'll always pick up a few things, but it's hard because if you decide that you're going to pick up everything you see, you'll spend all day picking up everything you see. No, yeah, it's nonstop. Yeah, so always leave it better than you found it. You can't pick up everything, but pick something up, throw it away, Do your recycle best. it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That I know the, the Shasta Paddlers group, they usually try to do a, a Whiskey Town cleanup once or twice a year, too. Whiskey Town hasn't seemed to be too bad, in my You'd opinion. You'd be surprised what these there. people come back with. If you really start looking. That, uh, in the water shoreline? Both. Okay. A, little, a little bit of both, yeah. I know Shasta's bad. I always see like shoes or flip flops or something floating Some around glasses. in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm not floating. Well, on shoreline. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's a lot of junk, and like I said, the upper sack and definitely the lower sack down here with the uh, transient homeless population. I mean, there's a lot of garbage out there. I know. And it's tough. Yeah, it's hard to hard to float down the river when all you see is trash and tents mm -hmm. along the shoreline. Yeah. But still a beautiful that's, a, place. that's another I subject. Yeah. I still love the river. I mean, the river is definitely probably top of my list when it comes to paddling. Yeah. And I definitely think if we can, between ourselves and the community we get, do a little bit to make it better every time you go out. <clears throat> big deal. Small thing. Make a big difference. Yeah. If you, I mean, pick up a piece of trash every time you go. It's one less. Up, yeah. And you and all your buddies. 
And flies are expensive. If you pick up a few cans, start saving them every time, take it over to the fly shop or over here. Uh, you know, I don't know how many cans it makes uh, it takes to make a few bucks, but uh, it's a good way to do it. Takes a pile of cans. I, I get, I collect mine for a while, and I, that's what I pick up on the upper sack. If I see them, I'll pick up <laughs> cans and bottles, and uh, I it's used like to get you're like, making money. Yeah, it's like I get uh, thirty bucks when I recycle them. That's you know, pack of sinkas nowadays. Yeah, no kidding. Carton of eggs. Singles and eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, you know what we should do is get some more people on for uh, catching cooks. Catching cooks. Yeah, we got a lot of guys are bass guys. A lot of guys let their fish go. But what they fail to realize is a bass is a very edible fish. And I would not keep one out of the Delta, granted. But out of the clear water impoundments that we have and that there's a lot down in the Sacramento area, sm- uh, spotted bass, smallmouth bass, you know, that pound and a half two pounders that's a great eating fish we got tons of trout up here crappie are hard for myself to find but tons of pan fish catfish yeah. like you could eat a lot of this you put your time and effort into it you find a good recipe with everything at the stores going up it's not a bad way to do it it's true striped bass yeah. catch and cook that'd be fun tacos everybody loves tacos especially fish tacos see yeah you know i mean even spots out of shasta i know wintertime spots aren't too bad Sometimes warm weather spots get kind of wormy. Yeah, but if they have the uh, deeper water, if you catch them deeper when they're in that cold water, I still think they're fine. Like I said, I wouldn't keep one out of the Delta. I probably wouldn't keep one out of the river here either, personally. Uh, Bass? Yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, depends on where you catch it, I guess. Hmm. I I, I personally wouldn't. Hard no. (sighs) I guess, I, I don't know. I guess you keep one and see if it's got worms in it and if it doesn't eat it <laughs> true and if it does give it a shot give it to your friends <laughs> give it to your friends yeah they don't need Pass to know it off. yeah um well i think that kind of wraps it up we can have a pike minnow cook-off <laughs> that'd be fun i know yeah. a few people that i've talked about that too not a cook-off but cooking those things and people seem to think it's like ah there's got to be some way to cook it make it good I guess if you know how to cook it, right? There's plenty of them. It's true. Not hard to make a few tries. Also great mulch, great chicken feed. Yeah, at least do something with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I'd probably do that with the carp, well, and the pike minnow. There's some giant carp. There are, yeah. Especially out at Shasta. In the river, too. True. There's sturgeon fishing. Sturgeon would be fun down Calusa or so. Yeah. That'd be fun. I don't know exactly where, but off the kayak, I mean, it's pretty narrow. It's not like you have this big expanse of water that you're trying to, like in the bay or like in some parts of the Delta or Shasta. Yeah, it gets pretty narrow, so you could probably target them a little bit easier. True. Again, seasonal. Yeah, of course. Well, I think that, I mean, let let us know what you guys want to see. I mean, if you guys have any ideas for get-togethers or lakes that you want to go paddle, um anything like that we're always open we're willing to go try new things check things out um maybe dabble in some white water this year between the two of us i've never done it so sounds sounds like fun i'll try anything once been a long time for me so ik's or hard boats ik's are inflatable kayaks for those who don't yet know the lingo i think either or around here you can have access to a lot so I know upper sack IK is a blast. My rolls need to get better. <laughs> Practice. Yeah. That's all it takes. So Sweet. Well, yeah. thanks for listening to our first installment. Hopefully you made it through the whole thing and found it somewhat entertaining. Yeah. I mean, we'll try to keep it as entertaining <laughs> as we can and uh, keep it coming, right? More guests, more talking, yeah. more paddling, more fishing. Lots more fishing. Lots more water. Just water in general. Yeah. Paddle sports. Mm-hmm. All encompassing of everything paddling and pedaling. What do you think of us starting our own branded water? We can scoop it out of the river, run it through a filter that you'd have for backpacking, and bottle it, and then have it here at the shop. Genuine Sacramento River water. I don't think you can do that. Why not? Um, f- I, there's a lot of reasons why not. Okay. Legal ramifications, I guess, would be one. By whom? For taking the water? Uh, Bureau of Reclamation, I would assume. Hmm. Yeah. 
I don't think you but can. But I can drink it. I just can't and sell, sell it. water. Okay. Like when you start selling it, if you drink it yourself, I don't think they really care. Okay. I'll give it away. Yeah. Bottle it and give it away. Well. So don't mind us. We're just so, pumping gallons and gallons and gallons of water out of the river. No, no, no. We keep small quantities. We'll be small batch like a brewery. Small batch water. <laughs> no, we're not gonna. We're not gonna filter water out of the river and sell it, Matt. Or what, give it away. What if we put claims on the bottle that says it will help you catch more fish? They put that on every bag of baits that you ever buy. I could put it on water. False advertisement. Maybe. But do they know? I was going to say, prove me, prove me that you catch less fish drinking my water. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. We will keep this up. More content. We'll shoot for what? One a week, maybe? Yeah. I, we might as well. I don't think. Every I don't couple see weeks. why we wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah one if, a week, I think, sounds good. If you guys have anybody you want us to talk to or have anything you want to ask, questions, anything like that, let us know. We can try to hit everything. Are we going to talk about hunting when that comes around? We are a kayak shop, a water sports shop. I mean, I've hunted off kayaks. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I did ducks. see somebody out at uh, Lake Shasta. I believe they had a bow and a bass boat, and they were trying to uh, get deer. Yeah. I thought that was kind of neat. Kayaks give you access to everything, right? I mean, you yeah. can do... Out at Shasta would be, what, sea zone, I guess? Depending on what side of the freeway you're on, where you're at. B zone, C zone. Is there anything hindering you from hunting? Is it, you can't shoot out of the boat? Do you have to be on land? You just use the kayak to get to the spot? Or is there... You... I don't believe you can shoot out of the boat. It's okay. like essentially considered like a, a vehicle. You can't shoot out of a vehicle. Okay. That makes sense. Um, but there are some rules and regulations behind that. Those I don't know off the top of my head. Interesting. There, we go. there again, check your regulations wherever you go. Mm-hmm. That'd but, be a uh, cool thing to try and do. Yeah. If it's successful, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I have friends that boat down the river and deer hunt. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, pull over, obviously, out of the boat. You can't shoot out of a vehicle, but you can for ducks. Yes, different regulations. Okay. Yeah, we shoot out. We shoot ducks out of our kayaks, yes. So, yeah. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Catch us on the next one. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, all Headwaters Adventure Company, YouTube. This will be uploaded to YouTube. If you want to watch it, check us out on YouTube. Otherwise... Till next time. Stay fishy, my friends.